Welcome to Lucia Gabriela TV, the place to be where we come to learn everything we can and how to master our love life, our relationship, and our sexuality. Today, we have the honor to introduce you a great speaker. Um, she's so much joyful and fun already. Um, her name is Celine Remy. So Celine is a holistic sexologist and certified sexological body worker. She offers a unique body-based methodology to crack open her clients through pleasure. She brings a ridiculous amount of joy and laughter in everything she does and wants every man to step into his power with strength and sensitivity and every woman to experience the sex she deserves and craves. She teaches both men and women how to unleash their sexual potential, bring out the, uh, the best of, the, of each other, in each other and have mind-blowing sex for hours. Oh. We're so honored to bring Celine into our show today. Thank you for saying yes to us. Thank you, Lucia, for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Oh, already so much joy and bliss <laughs> and fun and love with you this morning. So I'm so excited. Thank you. Today's topic is about how to communicate your sexual needs and desires with your partner. So really, really excited uh, that you're going to share with us practical things and tools for uh, you know, viewers to really um, communicate better. What are the desires? What are the fantasies? What are they really wanting bed? How do they want to you know that awesome sex experience? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know, the first thing I think that we want to start with is actually acknowledging that you have desires and wants. So even before sharing, it's giving yourself permission to want what you want. And I think that is so essential. So many people uh, want to like push down something. They, they are having either shame, embarrassment, discomfort, but just like acknowledging that you have a desire and celebrating yourself because having a desire is actually having connection with life and everything so it means that you're alive and that's really how we want to be when we're on this earth we want to walk alive <laughs> yes yes so would you like to share with us a little bit about how do you start in these journeys so our audience can get to know you a little bit better yeah you know i've been on this journey for um nearly 16 years now and uh, it's been it definitely a journey just first of all learning for myself i've always been uh, raised in switzerland i was having maybe a more open-minded upbringing than most people that live in america and i think that kind of set the foundation for um the ability to talk about my body about sexuality openly and easily and then I simply just happened to be in a bookstore, finding the right books at the right time, going to the right workshop at the right time. And at the, like, before I was 20, I knew that I wanted to study Taoism and all their sexual, like, sexual practices. And so I set myself to go to Thailand and learn with the master Mantak Chia and like learn everything I could. So yeah, I was like, um, I was like 21 already learning all of that, being in Thailand, applying this. And then since then I've taken more classes, more training and just kind of like been teaching workshop and and like using all the techniques so what's amazing really is that because i've been doing this for so long it has become a way of life and i don't really see it when i started it was like 
you know, I was fascinated with it and I was like, hey, I have so much knowledge I want to share with you, but now I don't even realize it anymore. It's so part of who I am and it's, it's like what I breathe, what I do, I don't even think. So just being who I am, like around and it transforms people. People are like, when I talk and they go like, really? How is that so natural for you? What do you mean? I'm like, yeah, of course, it's not common sense. So I've been immersed in it for so long. I read about sexuality all the time. I take workshop in my free time. I mean, you know, this is pleasure is my business and I'm loving it and it's my life. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. So what I love about what I'm hearing is that, um, there is a full integration and embodiment of the knowledge that you have allow yourself and give yourself permission to tap into. And, and that's so important because many times we get caught up in like uh, reading so many books, attending so many classes. And I tell that by experience because back home when I started my journey of tantrum, sexual sexuality, and all of the stuff was when I was 18 too at that age. And it was important to see that, you know, I was learning all the wisdom and all the, all the practical, um, I wouldn't say practical uh, things to do in my life, but there was like just, just the knowledge that it was practical, it was there. And I realized that, that um, because I relocated to the U.S., I realized that, that because it wasn't integrated in me, the knowledge was just there. And then our uh, life experiences came in my life <laughs> to, to uh, remind me that I must embody and integrate the knowledge that I have gained in the past, but also that I was giving myself permission to. So really beautiful uh, what you're sharing. And that's an important message for everyone who's listening in our show today. It's not just how many books you read, it's not how many classes you attend or many retreats or many transformational experiences go. If you don't take that time to integrate it, your body, like the knowledge, is going to be just, it's not going to be amplified. It's going to be there. It's going to be just there. <laughs> and you're not going to be like fully uh, here, right? Mm -hmm. So it's going to be there and you're here. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. So many people may be asking, what is a sexological body worker? I know it's a mouthful. So most people can't pronounce it. <laughs> and then like, and then what is it? You know? I'm um, just happy that I just able to pronounce it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like to say that, um, it kind of stands at the crossroad between sex therapy and erotic massage because we are trained and certified, um, body workers <laughs> where we learn techniques to work on the body and what we do is that we teach people to really um, embody their full sexuality be in touch with the body that means that um, orgasms ejaculations erections um, anything body related laughter joy like anything like this is like welcomed and celebrated but most likely we also teach you to really feel at the body level what it is to have and to be a sexual being. Mm -hmm. And so it's a very new profession. It's only been here in the U.S. for about 13 years, going on 14. <laughs> and um, 
many haven't really heard of it yet. It's still kind of one of those professions that, that people don't really know about because it's so like out there. But what I love is that it does, it brings in the element of coaching. It brings in the element of body work on the body mm -hmm. and also all the different like sacred sexuality practices, like what I've learned in terms of like breathing practices and, 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 um, anything that helps you to really be in touch with yourself. So it has really no limit. That's what I love. And everybody has its own unique flavors. Some people we focus more specifically on uh, trauma in the body, um, others like on different things. For me, I really take a stand for pleasure because I believe we learn faster from pleasure than we do from pain. And that transformation happens easier and better when that's what we focus on. So that's yeah. my twist on it. <laughs> Yes, I like pleasure too. I mean, even as somebody like I work with uh, trauma recovery, trauma recovery, and, 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 you know, sometimes it can get very icky just working on trauma. And, yeah. and in my process of, of training and, and, and just exploring more of it, there is a part of myself that started saying, like, I just don't want to do too much trauma because it can be too much to mm -hmm. dance uh and it, i mean the breakthroughs are amazing you know but it, it's beautiful to incorporate that have that balance and that integration of trauma you know recovery and great but let's not focus there like uh, 80 percent of it maybe do a 20 percent there and then do 80 percent pleasure <laughs> you know, exactly. that 80 20 rule that i like to use it <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, yeah. So, and, yeah. and again, it's not that we don't focus. I mean, it's not that trauma doesn't happen, like the release of it. However, it's not where we put all the focus. So it's a magical thing that happens as a side effect. But yeah. it's very different when you come to talk to somebody and you're like, you're just focusing on the problems. But like, it's going to bring a different energy than if you come and you're like, okay, this is what's not working, but how do I want to get around? How can I make this path so pleasurable that actually going through something that's difficult is enjoyable? Yes. And yes, and, and I have, um, and it's funny because when I was doing a couple of, of my trainings, I, all of a sudden there was some activities of the uh, somatic work that it was bringing pressure, but not sexual pressure, but it was just laughter or just giggles or things like that in my body. And it just, I, I just came with that breakthrough that you just said, like, it, you know, your experience, uh, it seems like you're, your whole being is designed to actually learn better, to activate, to reawaken better when you're in pleasure state. And that's what mm -hmm. I felt to me because it felt like there's more opening than when you are actually on, on the trauma recovery, which is, is useful, but it still is it's not, it wasn't like that open. So mm -hmm. I just bring that up. But anyway, so now let's dive into this topic. How can we communicate with a partner of sexual desires? Uh, you know, all of these juicing stuff. How can we do it? Yeah. So like I mentioned, the first step is to know what you want and give yourself permission to want what you want. So first of all, you want to take some time to connect with yourself and get clear. So that means you might want to go on a walk. You might want to sit and meditate, whatever your style is. You might want to go surfing, like whatever brings you in the zone where you can let things come up, don't censor them and just allow things to come up. And then depending, uh, some people are very good at writing things down. Some don't want to, I like to write things down. It helps me kind of do a list. Like 
give yourself permission to really put down the, your desires and see them on paper. Be like, wow, here they are, you know, <laughs> without any sensors. So that's your first step, making that connection with yourself. And the second step is to talk about it with your partners. And I think that what's important with that is I like to, to create a time to talk about it. And when it's something that's, that's vulnerable, it could be something like coming to your partner and be like, hey, I would love to talk about some, some fantasies and desires that I have, but I feel really shy or this is really vulnerable for me. I'm afraid that you're going to laugh or you're going to think I'm a perv or that I'm crazy, that you're going to judge me. And the only reasons I want to share this is that so that we have more connection, we have more intimacy, we have more depth. So like kind of setting the stage where you're like, hey, this is what I want to do. So you can back out of it. Okay. <laughs> then you can be like, oh, now let's talk about uh, what we're going to have for lunch. You know, so you're like, this is what we're going to talk about. So that's A. B, it's like, okay, this is what I'm afraid of that could happen. Like that's showing some vulnerability. Every time we share vulnerability, we create more connection with somebody. And then C is like, this is the outcome that I want. This is why I'm creating, this is why I'm taking the time to share this with you because this is the result of what I want our relationship to look like. So this is kind of like setting the frame. And so for some people, um, sometimes that are good is like, hey, would you be like, willing for to meet with me tonight we'll we'll have a cup of tea and snuggle up on the couch and and take a half hour you know and so we we put it in the calendar for some it's like can we talk about it um after we made love and we like all like you know like snuggled up and like with each other it's important when you do something like this that you have this um touch that you connected with one another so that you feel, you know, especially when it's something that's edgy to talk about, that you feel that your partner is there with you and like can have your hands that are connected, have your bodies touching. So that, that's really like the easy step of doing it. Um, some objection or some things that people like, feel like, but I have no idea how to do it or like what to say. You know, you have to make your sexual desires and fantasy as simple as wanting to go to a specific restaurant and your favorite food that you like. If you were to talk to your partner about, I really want to go to this amazing Thai restaurant and have these um, pad thai or special curry that I love, and you're like, you have no shame, no problem saying that out loud. And do you care whether or not your partner's like, like if your partner's like, wow, well, awesome, I love that Thai place too, but actually I wanted Mexican food tonight. You don't really feel rejected or, or sad or anything like this, right? You're like, okay, cool. I got to speak my piece. You get to speak your piece. How about we find a win-win? And so sharing your desires and fantasy has to become as simple as sharing your preferences for the food or the restaurants you want to go to. And sharing a desire and fantasy does not mean that you have to act on it. And this is a very important step. Because sharing it allows the energy to flow, to have the creative energy, to have the love between the two of you. When you stifle it down, when you're too afraid to share a desire, and, and here I'm talking about fantasies, and, and I'm going to get a little bit, I know with the political um, climate that we have, it's going to be a little bit controversial. And it's like, you know, we could have a fantasy of being raped. 
does it mean does it mean that you want to be raped absolutely not but there could be a part of you that has that fantasy of being taken of being or having a gangbang you know being so many people coming in and out of the room and and doing you that could be a fantasy that you have does that mean this is something you want to create and you want to have no but being able to voice that and because it's so edgy if your partner can still look at you in the eyes and say i love you this is beautiful thank you for sharing this can transform your relationship to such a different degree, create so much more depth and acceptance that anything goes. And this is really the purpose of relationship, to bring in the best out of each other and inspire each other's genius and creativity energy so that we do our best work in the world. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, and, and when it comes to the whole fantasy aspect of even of rape or or and kind of crazy all the things that it's so edgy uh it is it's, it is something that in my experience i find it is is, is amazing and transformational like you said it is something that in a subconscious level it is healing to me like i always see it that way because there's a reason that the person having this fantasy and that's one of the things that we work with therapeutic kink is there's something in that person individual uh psychic uh, subconscious that it actually desires to come up front and be seen and not be hidden anymore and there's such a dynamic when it comes to um, to the power of exchange when it comes to the whole aspect of of being raped you know uh, gang rape and all that stuff it's such an interesting dynamic that happened so I definitely definitely like you say it I know it's not controversial but you don't know what it actually means to the other person so we can never come uh from a, you know when we're going to share and when we're going to listen actively listening to a partner where they're sharing we can never come from a place of shame so that's so important that mm -hmm. you mentioned that you know it's important for a partner to say i love you you know mm -hmm. i love you no matter what your fantasy is you know and when it came to fantasy it's, it's such a taboo you know it's it's like being um, so detrimental for so many individuals to really be authentic with themselves because if we cannot accept our own fantasies and we feel judged by those, it, it's very hard to still being authentic. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know we're doing powerful work here. <laughs> <laughs> we're inviting our, our community to be open-minded to not just be open-minded, but be open, mm -hmm. be open, give yourself permission to be open. Um, I was just teaching a class in a festival and it just came to me like, you know, a download, put it this way, right? <laughs> of the work that we do. And it's like, how many times we have subscribed ourselves to different ideas and to different things that are not serving us, especially when it comes to sexuality, when it comes to fantasies, when it comes to sexes you know when it comes to the masculine and the feminine how many things we have subscribed to, to? Mm -hmm. and i feel like we're in times where um we're being asked from within to unsubscribe to everything and to learn um by just being open because mm -hmm. the more we subscribe ourselves to different things we're limiting ourselves to our infinity mm -hmm. so so yeah so we invite everyone in our community here 
to unsubscribe of everything <laughs> and just listen listen to what we share with you from a place of I'm like wow that's interesting that's fascinating I'll give yourself permission to to explore your own infinity mm-hmm. through the messages that we share here yeah and when it comes to fantasy I want to add something about it is many they don't voice their fantasies and desires and yet they bring them fantasies and desires in the act of the love making, which means that they're not present with the person that they're making love with. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is not the way to really honor and cherish the person that you love the most. So when you're able to bring your fantasies and desires to the surface, that means like you were saying, being open, acknowledging being in that flow, whether or not you choose to act on them or do anything, you don't have to bring your fantasies every time so that they prevent you from enjoying the present moment because they are like, we want attention. We want to be acknowledged. Mm-hmm. And that is really, really essential. I think fantasies have their place to help to bring our erotic energy and arousal higher. And I also think that always being stuck in fantasy and not being present with a partner gets in the way of having true intimacy with somebody. And that it's important to find ways to express your fantasies and live them if you can. And either like create a scene with somebody or like whatever, like have the support of your partner or even just be like, hey, I'm going to masturbate right now and really think and dwell into that fantasy. Can you like watch me and play role play with me, my fantasy, or we can make love and role play it. Like even we create a container for it to be safe so that. At times, you can also just be with what is and you don't have to be in the past or in the future of what could have happened, what will happen, mm-hmm. how much better it could be because then you're just missing the present. Yeah, it's a very important point that you are making. And also what I, uh, what I think I'm hearing too that is important is to not replace um, when we are in act, uh, when we are in a fantasy um, to make sure that when we are living that fantasy experiencing with our partner, we're co-creating our partner is the person that is in the fantasy itself. Mm-hmm. And so important you point that out because it is true. So many times we get caught up in the fantasy that will make the fantasy, the whole experience and not a partner is not, is not included in it. And, and sometimes people have, uh, we have this problem that we're not in the present and in the fantasy, we replace our partner for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Which, <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> that is really interesting. <laughs> and, but at the same time, it's disconnecting. It's interesting and disconnecting. Mm-hmm. So it's not interesting and unifying. <laughs> it's interesting mm-hmm. and disconnecting. Because at the point, we're not really enjoying and co-creating this with our partner a partner become a kind of like uh, the object mm-hmm. of idealization of the object of, of transference. Like we transferring mm-hmm. these whole fantasies into them and they just become an object. So yeah. really important what you have shared. Thank you. Welcome. What if we, the rejection is comes into place? Mm. Yeah. It's, it's a tough one in terms because you're never responsible for how somebody else reacts to what you say. 
And so you, you can always choose how you react. So if somebody is like, hey, so you're sharing this deep fantasy and you, I think what's important is to have an agreement before you start. That means, do you agree not to laugh at me and not to um, put down my desires or like, you know, like, like w w criticize them or blame them. So creating a container so that that doesn't happen, whatever you know would really hurt you that your partner would do. So for me, like if my partner um, started to like laugh and say, oh, that's like, or like, or say, oh, that's disgusting or make comments like this, that would hurt me. So I'm going to like, ask before please don't do these things can you agree i'm going to share this which is really vulnerable can you agree not to go there if the person is not willing to agree to create that safe space and container for you then um don't throw like don't give them that gift this is a huge gift that you're giving that person that means that person is not ready and that means either find a way to talk to about your fantasy with a therapist, a sexological body worker, like a coach, you know, any of us here, um, because then you can practice saying things and saying them out loud, have a discussion with a friend, you know, that's another way. So if you can't have the safe container, then don't share it. And then, um, you know, there's, there's the, this, this book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz, and he always says, don't take things personally. And it's a practice. You know, it's one of the four agreements. That means that your partner, you being able to be so raw and vulnerable will force your partner to face their own shadow and their own issues around sexuality and their own fantasies. And if they haven't done their own inner work to accept themselves well, they might project onto you whatever they're doing to themselves. So you got to understand that their reaction to you might simply be a mirror to how bad they feel about themselves. Mm -hmm. So if you can have empathy for them, that means you have to become the, the bigger person in the situation that, wow, me being sexually liberated and free actually threatens you because you're not that in yourself. And so that's a whole other discussion then that can come up because then that's, that again, in the end, creates more intimacy and understanding. So maybe that's, hey, let's have a third person to help us talk about that or go through this because you don't have to do it alone, especially when it comes to sexuality. Like it's really important to surround yourself with people that feel comfortable with sexuality. So if the two of you are stuck in patterns where they're like, we're judging each other, we're blaming, we're not comfortable, find others that can see the beauty, the light, and how natural sexuality is so that it can inspire you both and that you can shed the layers of shame that hold you back. Yeah. So important. Support system is really, really important. And it's, it's powerful. I believe that it's like, it really, um, it helps the journey to be more pleasurable too, when we involve other people into our own journey and, mm -hmm. and listen up. So beautiful. So great, amazing, 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 amazing. <laughs> I know that we can keep up for hours <laughs> and, and forever. Because I can feel like between the two of us, we can talk so much about sexuality that... <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be juicy so how our community can find you Celine so um, the best way to find me is at CelineRemy.com and it's my name C-E-L-I-N-E R-E-M-Y.com and I'd like to invite you to join me as being part of this community and um, go to my page get started and 
get on um, and get started with me because I have this amazing sex vault. And in that sex vault, because sex is so controversial, I've created a secret like page on my site that's password protected where I put videos like this, like interviews and videos that I do on my own about talking about, you know, how to revive her drive, how to share your desires, like things like lots of things. We get real about sex. We talk about sex. We bring it in the open so that you can drop the shame. And so that's a journey that invite you to take and um just kind of like once you gave yourself permission to be in that flow like you were saying earlier Lucia in terms of like feeling it all so that's the first step and that's what where you can start and once you're there then you'll get to see all the different things that I'm up to and then pick and choose what you want to follow you can hop on hop off (laughs) whenever you like (laughs) awesome 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 thank you so much we really appreciate you having you here today it was my pleasure thank you so much for having me and just go out there feel everything every desires give yourself permission love yourself fully (laughs) and share your juiciness with the world (laughs) appreciate that thank you everyone for joining us today to another amazing laughable fun episode at Lucia Gabriela TV, the place to be where we come to learn everything we can, how to map our life, relationship, and sexuality. And we'll see you next time.